0: Ever so calm, peaceful, and serene. Welcome to another edition of Wrestling is Trash. A nonsensical podcast to where we talk professional wrestling and all the shenanigans that ensue. Joining me is the Mayor, Dan Dinkins, and also to my virtual right and left at the same time, Tall Mike, how are you? How are you, gentlemen? How are you? Hello, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, that, that whole thing was teed up for you to make a loud noise. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Yeah, it's good, y'all. You know who it is already. I don't need to run it down. For real, for real. Just wanted to jump in here real quick because y'all was blowing up my motherfucking cell phone and shit with all these. Uh, wrestling takes and whatnot, which which that's what this is for. That's what the thing was for. But like I said uh, last time we was in here hooking and jabbing, Dan and Lou was like, nah man freaking group chat. And then they the one that's got it popping.
1: The lies. (laughs) We do have it popping, but the the lies about us. Lou was the one. He he admitted it. Me, I am mine.
0: Oh, oh, blame blame it on Lou since he ain't here.
1: No. I tell my my man to his face.
0: (laughs) He can't defend himself,
1: man. Come on, Mayor. I I will text the group chat now.
0: No, don't do it. Don't do it. Let let him find out by surprise. (laughs)
1: Like
2: cashing in that money in the bank, man. Surprise.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I got one, too.
2: Surprise, motherfucker.
0: Nah. (laughs) Oh,
2: man, I have to cut a promo on potatoes (laughs) for a minute, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Potatoes, But uh, yeah, just a whole bunch of things going on in wrestling that has been covered in various social media platforms about, you know, contracts coming up supposedly somebody popping up supposedly here, supposedly there, you know, and we're just gonna shoot the shit for a minute. I mean, I don't even know if I have to go to work this evening, so I'm just kind of shooting the breeze. (laughs) Good for, you. good for you you don't have to go
1: to work I I just said, got I it. don't know
0: if I have to go to yes. work I said, we could be oh. mid recording and they'd be like hey player and I'd be like alright one on one with the Undertaker <laughs> <laughs> it's your favorite ah. opponent oh He'll my god but yeah. so what we
1: got on the plate yo what we got on the plate like you said we was chatting it up in there and yeah. I, I was, was coming good. in and out cause I was driving home and all that so what, yeah. what we got on the plate
0: Talk, Mike, what you you got for me? Because, I mean, you you hadn't been here in a minute, so I'm interested to, you know, hear you verbalize some of your wrestling takes and opinions about what's currently going on in the landscape.
2: Oh, sure, sure. Uh, Man, I've I've enjoyed it. I mean, you probably haven't enjoyed it, like, you know, working nights and had your phone, you know, blowing up the whole time or whatever, Um, especially when you're trying to sleep for work happening, you know, at like 8 or 9 p.m. and we're all watching wrestling and doing all kinds of stuff. But um, I got to tell you, guys, uh, I feel like SmackDown, might be like as good as it was, uh, at least like let's say four or five years ago. It's at least the best it's been in probably like five years. Um, and I've been watching every week. Um, I've really been enjoying it. Uh my condolences to Raw. Um, rest in peace to any chances of them being in the A show. You know, that's I, I know rest, rest in peace, man. That's you know, um, poor, what was it? Uh, poor one out for them, you know. Um, but the thing about it is, and see, I think when it comes to SummerSlam, uh, I really love that show, like I enjoyed it. But I feel like SmackDown matches like pretty much stole the show.
0: Um, Pat McCaffrey you know? stole the so- show by itself, and then he got COVID.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks, man! Because McAfee, I just McAfee I just came around COVID to liking it?
0: him. Well, yeah. I don't know about after that, but he currently has it. Oh, okay. Yes, he's well, done, done for he's
2: done for the count. He's done for the count. Um, as he likes saying, SmackDown. Uh, but no, man, that that guy has been good at everything he's done, and I'll be honest with you guys, I didn't buy into like anything Pat McAfee. Like even when he was doing flips and moonsaults, I'm like, what is he doing, man? Like you're like, you're like a punter, you're like a radio guy or whatever. But I mean, that guy, he can just do it all. And he's, he's pretty great on commentary too. Um, I went to SmackDown live in Houston when Mm -hmm. uh, they first had, you know, they first had live events. And I mean, that crowd was popping, you know, I mean, I could barely get tickets for like four rows from like the freaking roof. I think I high fived the cloud or something, (laughs) but it was pretty awesome, man. I mean, just great from start to finish, uh, huge pops and watching on TV. It, it didn't do it justice. You know, I feel like these live crowds are great. Um, yeah. and I mean, it's, it's going really well. Um, and like I said, uh, SummerSlam, I feel like it kind of flew by. It was actually a pretty quick show, even though yeah. there were some definite hiccups. We got to talk about, you know, uh, the women's match and, you know, some different things that happened there. But, um, y- you know, and then on the other hand, you have AEW and, you know CM Punk, it's huge. You know what I mean? It's it's just like you monumental a small man,
0: not very very.
2: Huge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a it's a small man with a huge
0: contribution. You know, but um, well, he's you know, small by comparison. I know he's probably taller than me and shit. So, <laughs> and I'm 16. yeah.
2: Well, no, but Vince McMahon would have him like on NXT for like, you know, like if like if he came back, let's say like today with Nick Con and all that kind of stuff, he'd end up like on NXT losing to, I don't know, you know. Freaking Carmelo Hayes or something like that, oh. you know, on, on his way up. Yeah,
1: Tiddy meets. What's up, Dominique?
2: <laughs> Man. Uh, you just never know when that's coming across. Uh, either on Wit Talk or on the phone. You never you never know. B Word just puts it like, wait, what's the message? Oh yeah, there it is again.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, keep you uh, on your toes.
2: Yeah, oh yeah. It definitely does. It definitely does. But I'll be honest with you guys, I feel like AEW, it doesn't have that much buzz for the guys that are actually there. Like I was looking at the dynamite trend, and it's huge. You know, it's Punk this, Punk that, and everything else. But there's just not a lot more they get talked about beyond CM Punk. It's kind of like CM Punk or rest of the field. You know, that's that's basically all I'm kind of seeing right now with AEW. You got to milk
0: that cow for all it's worth. I mean, he even said it at the um, one of the after show promos that's floating around right now. He's like, you know, I don't know how long this hypo. I'm paraphrasing, of course. I. He's like, he don't know how long the hype will last, but as long as um he can come out here and get a reaction or whatever, he'll keep coming out to cold personality and all this other crap and everything. So he's aware <laughs> that he's the focal point right now. And uh, he plan. I guess he planned on staying around for a minute to- till it dies out. He's oh, the yeah, new I'm toy. Saying, like, yeah, right got the new sound drops. <laughs> no, I was going to say, and that's exactly it, B-Rob,
1: because it's right now. And that's, and that's the thing for most people who don't pay attention to AEW as much They're always asking, oh, well, what happened to this person? Where's that person? Where's that person? AEW just added their fourth show to pay attention to, to see some of the people that you might be questioning. Yeah, you got to go to YouTube to watch Dark and Dark Elevation, but these people are working. And what what we have to remember as a people and as a a wrestling uh, fan community is a lot of those cats that were on AEW, did not have tv experience so that's why they developed the elevation and and elevation right is they developed it to give these cats the experience that's necessary instead of watching them fumble and grow on main tv because that can hurt the product
2: oh yeah like i mean just as an example of that mayor um i don't know if you guys saw the other day and i mean lover you know stir it up stir the pot you know she's one of the most fun to watch red velvet but oh my god she missed the moon (laughs) salt (laughs) <laughs> just yeah. face planted on live national TV on dynamite, and oh, it was, it was and it
0: kind of played into the finish or whatever because obviously she was going to lose, but they just kind oh, just... of oh man, that faux pas. I was like, and, uh, oh my god, <laughs> and everything, and just boom. I mean, you know? she's missed it by
2: a little bit before, like maybe the knees didn't yeah. like quite get down, but man, this one was just. I,
0: I've, I've been <laughs> like, she should pull that from her move set.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's maybe work on that one a little bit more, you know. I That's like the, right. uh,
0: the I like the uh, Tope Suicida Thaz press that she did or whatever.
2: Oh, yeah. oh yeah, no, <laughs> to the I mean,
0: outside she, and shit. Yeah,
2: you know, she's pretty agile. I mean, you know, and she's pretty quick. But, you know, it's kind of like, uh, I was thinking about it. it. It's kind of like Apollo Crews. I don't know if you guys remember him before he decided he was Nigerian. Um, and uh, he used to, like, <laughs> do this weird pickup thing where he couldn't quite get him up. And he had, to, you know, it was almost like dark elevation because it was, you know, very kind of hard to, to to see him actually elevate a guy, and then he kind of dropped him, and then they changed that move, and it got better. But at first, he was oof, he, he was struggling yeah. to execute
0: that one. Yeah, that's for smaller guys. You can't do that with everybody. Yeah, exactly. But Keep the thing in the that was weights. the thing that was popping up in the chat that uh, made me kind of want to jump on here because I got time to kill. Um, Adam Cole, uh, Buddy Matthews, Braun Strowman. Uh, so say word on the street is Murphy or Buddy or whatever the fuck you want to call him and Strowman <laughs> might be impact bound. I am all for that, because if you are currently watching impact from week to week, as I have been most recently. It's the same motherfuckers over and over again. They need more people <laughs> over there. <laughs> like for real. They open up with the with the especially on pay-per-views. They open up with the decay. Every fucking show. Fucking Black Taurus, Crazy Steve, all the damn havoc <laughs> <Tavik> in <laughs> the other one. They always open the pay-per-view with their match. Damn, then they got Diana Perrazzo, which everybody is saying is the best thing since sliced bread, which I don't fucking see it. And um was that Sue Young or Susie Q or whatever the fuck she wanted to be that <laughs> one? And um the other one that looks like a heroin tinker heroin addict Tinkerbell. Um, <laughs> you know, the one that come out and do the curtsy and shit. She was um, in the young classic show or do whatever do the fuck. I don't know. Anyway, I was probably harsh on <laughs> my analysis of her character and everything. She's probably a nice lady. But <laughs> <laughs> but um, and then Violent by Design, uh, Jake Something, which I like, um, TJP every now and then, Ace Austin, the fucking stupid ass, uh, Fowler motherfucker with the dread Mohawk shit that be with Ace and A- A- Austin Ace, or I keep wanting to call him Austin Aries, and then I could just name the whole roster right there, and I see the whole fucking roster on the show every week, and it's mm-hmm. just like, they need more people in there to kind of diversify that but the disadvantage that they have as well they don't have multiple platforms like AEW to spread out the talent if they did add more people to the roster and then if they do add more people to the roster for television those other people are going to get moved to the side so it's just it's a delicate balance when you don't have four five six seven eight shows or a network to broadcast extra content and all this other crap on
1: um, excuse me, but uh Sinclair Network, this is what we called them out on when we was we stepped yeah, in the office. shout out to Lou and my boy Ed, who came through. but uh we we I, I kind of shot at the Sinclair Network for this because it's part their fault. It's part I mean, they're owned by them. It seems like they're not prioritized by them. Um, in some respects, they made it a little bit more difficult for fans to want to justify watching them by their new pay service. You know, and, and like I'm a person who I still feel the TNA stench on impact, yeah, even yeah. though even though, you know, behind the scenes, one of my all time favorites, uh, uh, Tommy Dreamer is there kind of helping push buttons and run things. And like I said, I like Jordan Grace mm-hmm. and I'm not sure who else. I mean, you see, they brought over uh Jay White to freaking try to give them a shot in the arm. Mm-hmm. And that shot was like uh. You know they 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 caught the uh the antibodies for the COVID test and, and and then lost it the next day like that that steam just evaporated quickly so Impact needs a lot of help so good for if Buddy Murphy does go there and uh to 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 Mister Strowman He's stupid I just wanted to see I wanted to see him live up to his word
0: I wanted yeah, that to he see wouldn't him, go nowhere else yeah he
1: wouldn't go nowhere else but Disney WWE I wanted to see him live up to his word, but I don't want to see the man not working. I, that That's True. the difference. So if he does land there, much success to him. Much success to him, but let's see if you are a man of your freaking word.
0: You Story. know where you're going to pop up at, right? Back in, gonna the, pop up. back in NXT? No, well, nah, you're going to pop up at the motherfucking Saudi show. <laughs> oh, word. Because <laughs> you remember, word. he's a champion out there, too. Oh, yeah. Didn't he win like their I don't the, know the what, greatest uh, Royal
2: Greatest Rumble? Royal Rumble. Yes, after one Titus that, uh, O'Neil that,
0: stopped sliding. Yes. Yeah, that one that uh <laughs> green palm tree belt. <laughs> Wait,
2: isn't is Titus still in the match? Is that one of those things where it's like you know Axle Mania? You know he never got eliminated because he just kept sliding.
0: Yeah. I don't know. You seen how they played off of that, right? They made a commercial. Where um he tripped and he slid under the ring and then they showed the camera view from him like being under the ring and they had other people under there and they was talking and shit. They was having a conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't get to see that one.
2: Okay. Don't don't you guys think that's the uh polar opposite of Nick Gage going into the Domino's Pizza commercial thing? I mean, that was that was terrible. A guy's getting like his head cut open just, you know, you know, repeatedly from side to side, or and then it's like Step in now and get the Domino's, whatever. And it's like shows the pizza go over the pizza. I mean, the very first commercial, it goes into Domino's pizza. And then uh, Domino's may or may not have pulled their sponsorship. I don't really know. I yeah, don't they, watch they, enough. But I definitely yeah. don't watch enough to know their commercials. Yeah, they you pulled know?
0: off. And um, they got two more sponsors after that.
2: <laughs> oh, it's a very well, especially with CM Punk. I mean, he's bringing plenty to the table. But here's the thing, guys. This is why I think that, especially what is it, Murphy or Buddy Buddy Williams, Jackson Johnson, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think him and possibly even Braun Strowman, but especially him, would benefit from impact because yes, there's not so much of that rotation because I don't know if you guys notice, I'm sure you you know you probably do, but you know B Rob's right. They need more sort of like robust talent when it comes to impact. And the other thing is AEW. You may not know this or not because you, you know there's two shows and there's Dark and there's Elevation. But the reality is the people that get pushed, the people that are in front of us the most, are kind of the same people too, you know? It's like, don't miss Sammy Guevara and uh, Jungle Boy doing this. And then uh, speaking of what opens the pay-per-view, I feel like it's always Jurassic Express and Private Party. Like, it's weird that either them or the best friends or some combination of, like, those two or three that are facing each other, you know? Like, Giannis mm-hmm. Antetokounmpo is supposed to be, uh, uh, what is it, ringside, I guess, when they, when they have their tag team, was it Turmoil? Cluster, whatever match kind of deal. Cause, and I can understand that. Cause I mean, it's the same match. So you might as well, put, you know, it's like the same combinations of guys. You might as well put Giannis in there and get him to do a light shove or a probably weird looking punch or something like that. Or maybe it sets up a Giannis and Shaq match. I'm not sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh- <laughs> um, now, true, indeed, though. But it's, uh, I it call me the AW defender, I guess, for today. But, it still goes back to they're just under three years old. The people still need to get familiar with them. And, yeah, they they are. I mean, though, they do a better job at tag team wrestling than Disney WWE does. But yeah, they, they still kind of need to get the people more familiar. They still got to kind of get some of these teams a little bit more over than. And I mean, I mean, they don't really have to get Jurassic Express over amongst the AEW fan. They've been over. Even though, you know, feel however you want to feel about them. Yeah. You know, they the 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 death triangle, whatever they were called, like they don't those guys, I mean, those guys need more belts around their waist than than or more like, exposure, things like and that. And it's hard, and it's or hard or like to do pinnacle. that because
0: Dag on there telling a story right now with the books right. and the elite and all that stuff. Right. And you and just don't want to derail that it. by just, you know, throwing a belt on somebody else.
1: And that's one of them things that I could say AEW is doing right, where yeah, it might feel like we're seeing them all the time, but they're building long form story. You know, they're building long form story, not to fully transition off where we're at, but like in my Facebook group, in the star five Facebook group, somebody was just like making fun of fucking uh the MJF Chris Jericho thing. And they were like, Oh, I don't understand how this new guy got the right to be over the 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 veteran guy, this, that, and the third, but because he's on the wheel. Yeah, but they don't realize that they've been telling a great story so far. And yes, if Chris is on his way out, they're up to match. number. What is it? singles match number two? So Chris is probably going to win this next one. And then they're going to have to run it back one more time to completely finish the story. Chris finishes as a professional wrestler supposed to do on his back. And then he
0: goes to commentary for good. Shit, it's, I don't I don't even think Jericho going to win the next one. I think he's just going to let it ride and go on off to commentary.
1: Well,
0: I could possibly
1: I could see that too, but yes. point well, is, is they've been show they've been giving long form yeah. stories. That's mm-hmm. why we keep seeing like I I I got to a point where I was just like all right. Pinnacle in a circle. It's kind of done. And you yes. don't you didn't even see it because they don't even show them together much on TV as the crew anymore. Yeah. Because the way no. that
0: works is it's is, is kind of like um, how New Day is currently. We all know that they're together, but they're doing separate things right now. And that's what they did. They built up the inner circle. Then they built up the pinnacle. Then they smashed them all together. They had a big blow-off feud and everything. And then they broke off into little their own little things separately. You know? Right.
1: Right. And then now how this is going to finish, which, like you said, if they do have Jericho lose this next one, I mean— then we're going to get the pinnacle on TV more, i.e., like the Four Horsemen back in the day. They're gonna do more promos together. They're gonna like. It's just that the, the storytelling that they're doing and why we're seeing so many people has been, mm-hmm. in my opinion, excellent so far.
0: And then it's um a lot of tropes that's gonna come to fruition as well because we obviously know that at some point Wardlow and MJF are gonna fight each other, and they've been they've been laying seeds for that since day one since those two have been put on tv together as a tandem it's just like all right we know that this is going to happen and we're just waiting for that story to f- flourish and unfurl and whatnot then uh it's just there's a whole bunch of little things like that that i can't recall right off the top of my head right. but there's a whole bunch of little things like that this is laid out throughout the whole hierarchy of aew even right. though this thing is going on with kenny and the bucks and all this stuff there's still all those little other things and, and still, waiting to be capitalized the, on.
2: there's still the payoff. I know we're talking about Punk and we're talking about right now and all that. And I will say the one thing that Hang they man. did, they did right. Exactly. That is exactly what I was going to say is Hangman. We still have to have that payoff. You know, um, I don't know exactly if I, I know it has to do maybe with, you know, paternity leave and they're kind of like yeah. respecting that. But please do not bring Punk in. And then all of a sudden he just becomes champion because that would just be like the worst of the worst when it yeah, comes I mean, to that, that long form if, story. Yeah, that's
0: why Punk is doing what he's doing. Right, it's like he going. He's not even talking about the title right now. He's just nope. like, Darby Allen, Barbie shit," and then I'm gonna do this other little <laughs> pause. And Then I'm gonna do this other little guy, and then we're gonna fight this guy over here. Then we're gonna do all this over there. Not even focusing on that because Kenny is gonna stay champ until they can get Hangman position to take that title off him because Hangman is definitely gonna be the next champion. It doesn't make sense. That's why Kenny has. So many belts, so he can lose all those other subsequent belts to lose the AEW title finally to Hangman Page, because he he is losing that uh, uh, was it a a AAA automatic uh, Aztec Temple Championship here to Andrade (laughs) on American soil on American TV.
2: Yeah, absolutely. He already lost uh, was it the Impact Championship to Christian Cage, Mm -hmm. you know,
0: and so that kind of builds him as well. Who is going to lose to Josh Alexander? I know he is. Josh, Josh Alexander is going to be the next, next. Uh, proper Impact champion.
2: He's next, and he has the presence. I'm telling you, I went to one of the best shows locally uh, here in Houston. It was Deep Impact, and it was a combination of Booker T's reality of wrestling and Impact wrestling. And I kid you not, I saw um, you know Josh Alexander came out. It was part of when he when he and Ethan Page were together, and um, I remember. I was like looking. I was like, man, this guy's like intimidating. And I kid you not, he gets he gets in the ring and looks straight at me, like I mean, it was like a I'm gonna kill you kind of look. And I mean, you could believe it, you could really believe it. Yeah,
1: I'm not familiar um, with him fully, fully, but you um, gotta check him out. He's I think he's he's
2: at Walking Weapon or something on on Twitter. Um, he wears like this wrestling gear and he's got like the big old uh, sort of like uh, what is it like like sort of like traditional like trying to avoid the cauliflower ear, kind of you know, wrestling headgear and everything. I mean, this oh, okay. guy is one of the toughest grapplers in the game. I mean, he just looks tough. He kind of reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you remember, Keith G- Keith Jardine from UFC. Like, he just has, like, this yeah. big, you know, th- this big kind of, like, you know, brutish exterior, and, you know, he always looks strong. He always looks strong. He's never really taken down and things like that. Um,
1: well, that's but, good, so- but back to the Omega situation since we hit that topic like that's another thing that in a way they're getting right even though people feel felt the way that they felt like how he was carrying certain belts and certain camera situations things like that like you you have one of the best in the world running around playing one of the greatest like touring like he he's playing one of the greatest like touring champions in the world like he in in some respects if i dare say one modern day rick flair and only because of the territory situations that we're in now and the territory situation we're in now is so is global you know they made it global that it's 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 been a great thing for the business as a whole and i i props to aw props to don Callis and impact for also be in the, the the vehicle to to make all of that happen too like that's it's yeah. just been it's just been amazing that that is going down and you mentioned hangman before too another one that a lot of people are still like when is he getting this shot when is he getting this shot and it's just like you gotta be patient it's just, mm-hmm. just how to they, how they're setting it up because they had him up here had him up here and then knocked him down with that loss and brought him down to like you know second or third up to 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 compete and then now he's kind of just working his way once he comes back working his way back towards the top but they're still setting the table I think perfectly with Kenny where like we mentioned he's gonna lose to Andrade in America yeah, I, yeah. I believe he's gonna lose to Andrade on on AEW's platform in America then he's just left with the AEW belt and then it's gonna be perfect timing to have the adam page kenny omega page finally gets the the strap off of him and and finally holds the championship in AEW. Yeah, um, it'll just be a matter of how long will they allow him to run with the strap
2: right and you know the thing about it think about it mayor is um i'm a little bit familiar more familiar with impact and sort of its pathway than you know tony khan and that whole thing and i, I understand aew and sort of like it's General, okay, this is how that came together. But Impact, I remember listening to Chris Jericho before, uh, you know, his talk is Jericho before, uh, you know, he ended up going to AEW and really becoming instrumental, you know, a very big part of it. Um, Don Callis and Scott Damore, they actually took over Impact Wrestling. And so the funny thing is we're seeing Impact or we're seeing Don Callis on TV and he seems like he represents Kenny Omega, but in a way he's kind of playing like the old Vince McMahon or Mr. McMahon character. You know, you got this heelish person, you have the champion who kind of works for the corporation, and he's actually in charge of the company in the background. He's in charge of Impact, you know? And so uh, he's one of the main people. Of course, you see some interplay between him and Damore, you know, it's going on, like, on TV. But they just said that they wanted to run Impact differently than, like, Anthem and Destination America and all those different times that, uh, you know, we had seen Impact try and, and do different things to get the TNA stench off. And I feel like right now is probably the best chance of them doing that with the whole Forbidden Door and everything. Um, I think at some point, I know B-Rob's not maybe the biggest fan, and I don't think she's the best wrestler, but Deanna, I think, kind of needs to come into AEW, just totally, totally mix it up, you know, Forbidden Door style or whatever, because she's doing pretty much every other promotion. Um, And it is great. It is great what Kenny Omega is doing uh, because he is, I think, getting more eyes and more people wondering, you know, because more people know Kenny Omega than, let's say, if hangman page was to be champion and then try to win the triple a championship it wouldn't make sense but mm-hmm. kenny omega is like this world world traveled guy who was like mr new japan who is now making marks in impact and aew i mean the forbidden door i underestimated it but it has been um pretty tremendous you yeah, know I mean, the the way that it's worked
0: yeah the i think the big crossover that AEW is gonna get is gonna be moxley and tanahashi so that's gonna be pretty cool and if you haven't been. In the know or whatever, if you do know a little bit about New Japan and everything, they are doing hell of uh, USA shows right now. And Minoru Suzuki is just daggone lining up motherfucking opponents. Jonathan Gresham, Calvin Tankman, and daggone, um, it was a couple other ones, but Minoru Suzuki is getting his American uh, matches in like big, in a big way. Oh, yeah. I mean,
2: I, I was even seeing some buzz about Minoru's Suzuki um, during AEW and people saying, hey, you know, he should face this person and this person. So it's really just like opening up this whole forbidden door. It's really opening up a lot more opportunities. I mean, I even kind of gave a crap about uh, Triple Mania. I didn't watch, what did you say, <laughs> Aztec Luchasaurus Temple Wrestling. I don't know what you said, Vero, mm-hmm. but um, certainly it was actually trending. And Diana beating uh, Fabi Apache – um who is someone who has been championed for at least a long time if not multiple times in um uh, you know AAA? uh that was a pretty big deal for her to, like you know win that belt um but you know i think that there's there's something too with all out coming to theaters um you know and, and this is something i'm actually thinking about i may actually go see all out um in a theater where i wouldn't necessarily pay the pay-per-view price um have you guys ever been to an event like ufc uh, WWE, well, WWE, or you know, otherwise, uh, in a theater setting, and would you go to
1: All Out? No, I'm watching that shit at home, and yeah. I haven't. I haven't been honestly. I mean, I'm as long as a wrestling fan as I've been, I haven't been to many live shows. Period. Like right. the last thing I went to live was when e- e- uh ECW was on Staten Island in a place that's no longer in existence, and. It was, the best shit i've ever seen in my life when it came to wrestling at the time like i remember being right in the front of a circle this is when bam bam and taz was running with each other and every match they had they would go around arenas and i was in the front of the circle right watching bam bam and Taz beer being thrown in my face all that shit. <laughs> fucking amazing but no i'm not going to a movie theater to watch something like a watch at home in my drawers
2: there you go that's the spirit uh how about you b rob have you been to something like that like a theater kind of event
0: no i mean it's definitely interesting i mean i have a theater no shit like if i go on the second floor and i look out my window i can see the movie theater that's how close it is it's just like if i'm feeling froggy or whatever i ain't got shit else to do i might roll in there and check it out just to say i did walking distance Yeah, I mean, just to say I did it.
1: Yeah, and it's cheaper. I mean, I guess it's cheaper than buying it at home, right?
0: Yeah, well, (laughs) cheaper. It's cheaper for some folks because I mean, I got you know the hookup, you know. You got the connects, Rob. The means and everything. Excuse me. Yes, I'm just. I mean, even I've watched
2: Raw, you know, because I was curious about the whole uh, Nikki Ash thing and Charlotte, and uh, I watched on uh, Twitch.
0: Nikki Ass. That's right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> <laughs> That's almost something else. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, she, uh, what's it called, you know, it was, it was just kind of intriguing to me, the whole thing. And, and I did watch on Twitch, you know, it's some sort of weird, probably illegal, not even allowed channel anymore. But it was fun to watch while it lasted. So there you go.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, to go back to the Kenny and uh, Andrade thing or whatever, they definitely have to run that back in the States because, the pay-per-view wasn't accessible in the States unless you daggone went through some VPN shit and all kind of <laughs> other shenanigans to get to it. I mean, thank the only way know. I was able to watch it is because there was a guy, I think streaming from Twitch in Mexico and shit. <laughs> whatever like. And, and
1: thank you. Thank you for that. First off, because you, you definitely sent that through you. It's still up on that channel and you can yeah. go back and watch you it. on can go back that and watch it. Because that's how I went and watched the Omega-Andrade match, which was a dope match. I, I loved it. I mm-hmm. put it in my top four, because I don't have a fifth yet, but I put it in my top four of uh, best matches of the year so far.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, man. That's, that says something. Because there's been some pretty tremendous ones, uh, you know, in, in both AEW and WWE.
1: And I think, you know,
2: they're they're making it interesting. You know, they're keeping it interesting in different ways. Um, and, you know, there's still a lot more... Potential. There's a lot more potential matches and there's a lot more, I think, potential even for WWE. Um, There's things that we haven't really seen. Um, What did you guys think? What was the biggest surprise for you? Or I guess maybe the most memorable thing when it comes to um, SummerSlam. You know, was it Lesnar? Was it Becky Lynch? Or was it Bianca basically being screwed? Uh,
0: I guess the Becky thing would be one in the same. So... You know, if you say Becky, I would that would encompass the whole thing that happened. Like
1: yeah, the, the biggest for SummerSlam for just SummerSlam is Becky being Becky screwing, well, the WWE screwing Bianca with the Becky return. Mm. The best thing for the WWE was Walter Dragunov, but yeah, I'll stop there. That was oh, pretty good.
2: yeah, I did not get to see that match. I mean, I saw like. You know some highlights here and i saw i, mean, I saw dragon chest apparently or afterwards as oh soon my as God. we are
1: done go the watch it. Beef. yeah watch okay
2: because uh, i got peacock or whatever but I, man i did not see i did not see takeover i did not Yo, see
1: takeover dragon chest is the color of b rob's room right now Oh, <laughs> oh <my laughs> that, that, God. that's how dragon chest was at the end of the night but but didn't i call
2: it guys i mean and i know it's crazy because walter was championed for like I don't know 10 years or something i don't know it was like 600 something days and i said dragon off was gonna win i just thought 851 that days 851 days i mean that is just i mean nearly three years i mean i'm not great at math but you know somewhere between two and three years my god it's, um, a,
0: it's, it's not long as uh nick aldis though
1: and oh, I, that's, think what I wanted to mention. <laughs> that's what i wanted to mention b rob not to cut it from disneyland but um I think it's time for Nick Aldis. I think it's time for Nick Aldis this weekend. Trevor, I think it might be Trevor Murdoch's time. Yeah, Trevor Murdoch, though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's history yeah. there. you legacy there. Nah, son. Nah, son. <laughs> yeah, but that's Trevor I mean, Murdoch. Not sloppy bag of hamburger meat. No, no, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I remember that guy. Like some people remember Luke Gallows as Festus. I'm sorry. That's just like <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of the same same energy, all. But I mean, yes, Nick. All should lose. You know what I mean? It should definitely happen pretty soon.
0: Um. Yeah, but not to Trevor Murdoch. <laughs> yeah, and,
1: also, I, and possibly not because it's his wife's weekend, also.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. and power and
2: everything yeah. In power. Yeah. Um. Are you guys going to get that show, Empowered? I mean, does that intrigue you guys?
0: I mean, I have my ways, so... I'm going
2: to have yeah. to...
1: Yeah, B-Rob's going to have to share them ways, because I'm not interested in paying for it. I'm interested for the, the level of history. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm not interested in paying for it. I'm not interested in yeah. paying... That's another thing. My don't bad. My see Layla bad.
0: Hirsch and uh, Camille, Camille, or whatever. I want to see that. Versus... <laughs> Hey man, it's just, it's just like fucking adam cole versus keith lee so what <laughs> just because they women and they short and tall or whatever you got a problem motherfucker no,
1: i don't i don't have a problem my brother chill but out. you brought it
0: up so you do have a problem yeah. <laughs> <He's> stupid chill
2: <laughs> i mean that that was a great match we actually saw that uh b rob and i we went to uh nxt houston along with some other guys and yeah uh before they had done it like a takeover and stuff it was Adam Cole and Keith Lee, and that yeah. match was tremendous, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so, it, I mean, it could definitely be something. It's just, i mean, be honest, I haven't really seen Layla Hirsch. I really don't know, you She's know. Good.
1: She's good. Yeah.
2: Like, I almost rather see, like, Jamie Hayter against, uh, you know, Camille, or, you know, someone someone that has more of that, you know, more of that size, more of that, you know, power, you know, or, or like hell, you tag. know, Jade Cargill. Let's get some Jade Cargill in there.
1: Dad. Like thank you. Thank I you like for mentioning that name
0: you heard uh, Jamie Hater's tagline. Don't she's be a. Like, she's like, why be a lover when you can be, a, you can hater? be a hater?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to see. I wanted her to have like a Twitch channel or something like that. You know, be like hater gamer. You know, or hater player instead of player hater. You know, I mean, I why not? Why not? You know, and I was like, I wonder if she's if she like doesn't want us to say hater. Oh no, she played right into that. She played right into that. Let's sell those shirts. Um, Another surprise, guys, um, I got to mention, I know, you know, get back to, I guess, what Mayor calls Disneyland. I feel like, like, SmackDown is realer, at least, like, Raw. It kind of is Disneyland-like. You know, SmackDown's got some reality to it. Um, Were you surprised, Mayor, that Roman Reigns beat Mr. 16-time, Mr. Big Match John, John Cena?
1: No, because the tell, as everybody mentioned, was if I lose, I will leave the WWE.
2: And okay, the show has done that, yeah.
1: Yeah, and that, that was the tell. That was the huge tell. But, to be honest, like, I would have appreciated well, no, I wouldn't have appreciated, no, let me say it right. I would have appreciated in Asina's Cena's win, I wouldn't have appreciated how the WWE would have treated it afterwards because of the whole record thing and title cha- championship count they right. their count is just way off of the real world and yes. that's why i i love the wwe don't get me wrong it's what i grew up on but it's it's as shout out to um shout out to brian you from the uwo as he always says vincent the god complex it's wwe's world and that's it Yes. So whatever happened there is what happens there. We see it when we get new wrestlers who came in under under different name who had different names that they were uh you know that that they were establishing, and then would have to Two change their names because it's not it's not Vince's creation. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, the the the, the way they count these championships is just it's it's not only your world that's why i appreciate the bringing it back the forbidden door it's yeah. not only your world because it just didn't happen and and then again look they, they i'm sorry
0: it. i just, I, I just called his name tag down there <laughs> bobbly <laughs> ashley oh yeah 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 that's right bobby ashley <laughs> oh bobbly
1: bobbly yeah, Go back to the, the last talk. Go back to the last witch talk to get the Bobby. The Bobby. Yes, go back.
3: But, go back. Do your homework.
1: Yeah, but you <laughs> know, it's it's just I would have liked I I would have liked Cena to win because I unlike most people I like John Cena. I appreciate John Cena and what he's done in the business. It's just yeah the the, the championship count thing for me again rick flair what? is at 24. charlotte's at like or 10 like or
2: 11 or something isn't isn't she is it, it went
1: down to 11 because they discounted her nxt championships well, I thought
2: oh it was 12, god man. so now Come she's on, at man. 12
1: yeah, she's yeah 12, now man. she's at 12 but the fact is that they discounted her nxt championships yeah. not
0: long yeah. ago so yeah because they would have put her at 14 then
2: right God. Right. see here's the thing guys i'll be honest with you um when it comes to Roman Reigns and the New Age Insiders, you know, shout out to them because you know they had talked about you know, uh, Roman Reigns range. before. Yeah, well, they said he didn't Roman have much range. range. <laughs> uh, they said that he, you know, they used the tactical vest. They still played the shield music years later. They said he needs to lose the tactical vest, play into some of that maybe like Samoan uh, dynasty, and Suffering. change Suffering. the music. And this head of the table thing has been great. Like, I'll be honest, I really didn't want him to lose. I know you're supposed to kind of like cheer for the face and not for the heel, but, man, I want this to keep going. Like, honestly, yeah. I want him to keep this. I want him to lose it to The Rock at WrestleMania. Like, that'd be I don't okay. I not lose to The Rock, but,
0: yeah, I, I, I dig where you're going.
2: But if, if he's going to. I mean, hell, if he beats The Rock, I don't know what the heck happens. I don't, I don't even know where you go from there. But um, it's going to be interesting, too, especially tonight. I mean, Brock Lesnar, he's somewhere, you know. He's coming back. He's going to do something. So, um, onion head Brock Lesnar, of course.
1: (laughs) That's Goro.
3: (laughs) Yes, Goro. Goro Lesnar. If I could just chime in here for a second, I jumped into the middle of a conversation. The John Cena thing, like, I don't have personally anything against John Cena. I think he's a great guy. And, you know, his work for, you know, whatever. It's up to interpretation whether or not the guy can wrestle. or not. I think he can. I think he's, you know, he does his thing on his mic. He has his character. He sticks to it. But I am I, I, I feel like they made the right call um, with the SummerSlam match, especially the fact that he's already gone. Like, no more John Cena. He already put his tweet out, like, thanks, guys. Thanks for welcoming me <laughs> back, and I'll be back at some later point in some later time. So he's yeah. is already gone. So, there's, like, why would you have him beat the guy who's been carrying, you know, the brand, basically, for the last year and a half? So um as far as the rock look the rock is great he was great he was the man he was the most electrifying man in sports entertainment and all that but the last match that he had he was completely blown up he blew out his bicep or his tricep or what it was it that he, he, he heard heard during the match pretty bad <laughs> yeah he tore something during the match went through with the match all, all props because these guys do things that i cannot do i'm not critiquing their wrestling acumen or anything like that but my thing with this roman reigns thing is like to bring someone back who hasn't been wrestling for like a long time and to beat him to take the belt it's like the fuck out of here like you could have had cesaro do that or you could have edge do that at least Edge is on the show every week wrestling like you know what i mean like oh yeah just to bring the rock back so he can cut his promos and say his you know strudel shit and whatever he's gonna say and then beat him it's gonna be kind of like I
0: wouldn't. I don't know. In in the fantasy world, because whenever we talk about things that WWE should do, we always uh, project our visions of grandeur and all that stuff. So I'm gonna unlock a little bit of mine and you know throw it out there. Whatever. Could this be supposedly the thing? You know, w'e talking about they're gonna change. They're gonna have this big overhaul. Yada yada yada. Is this in a way killing off? all their old nostalgic talent with Roman Reigns. Therefore, they can move forward with all the new talent that they plan on pulling up and whatnot. So he'll knock off Goldberg. He'll knock off The Rock. He'll knock off fucking Edge. He'll knock off Brian. He'll knock off whoever that they bring back. Even Brock? Like this new guy, this young guy is legitimately the head of the table, the spokesperson for our company moving forward. And all these so, old guys, they can just go on off. We'll put them in the Hall of Fame. And so,
1: know, what you're kind of saying here. is a new legend killer. Yeah, a new legend yeah. killer. When you already I have mean, the legend, when you still have the legend killer active, and that's kind of I what mean, you're calling her now. And I wanted, I, yeah, I, I wanted good. to add on something to the whole Roman Reigns this crazy storyline thing. I, I, I could see why The Rock could come back because of the Heritage family. All of that stuff, Samoan dynasty thing. Like this the is real head of the I, table. Th- this is yeah, in some respects, but this is where I could and I would love to see something different for them, and especially something for this different for this name right here. If the WWE can pull off bringing Jacob Fatu in, yeah, that,
0: that's what Brian was saying. Yeah,
1: to then take him out. I've been saying that too. This this is why we all have great minds. Is what I'm saying is. If they can find a way to bring him in which he would fit great there like that's a name that i wouldn't mind seeing him in AEW. he would be a great matchup for miro but his pedigree his lineage it fits over there his family is like a got their own like wing in like the wwe wwf WWWF system and family like if he could get there and bring him in to either take him out to take over the head or even come in to play a new enforcer have jay and jimmy and jay break off of him eventually or some shit and have bring him in as however they can bring jacob fatu into the mix would make the story
0: feel a little better and bring some life to it and that's that 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 grandeur projecting that we got going on again we know that'll never happen but it would be fucking awesome if they they ever pulled it off (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> but well, that's I mean, the thing too uh, No, no, go ahead Because I, I feel like I talked to him. I said too much already
2: no.
3: Okay, but but we guys could it, Couldn't it happen? I know it's like kind of
2: a new era Especially with like NXT Kind of going down and stuff Because I, I'm going to be honest with you I remember I remember telling my family You know, at the time They're like They said AJ Styles Is going to be the Royal Rumble But he is Mr. TNA There's no way AJ Styles Is ever going to be In WWE, you know And then all of a sudden There's AJ Styles And he comes out I was like, holy crap so maybe only
0: guy that they've done right by that they pulled into their system.
2: So maybe Fatou can be the next one, especially since there's all this talk about, if I'm not mistaken, guys, forgive me on this, but is it Fatou versus Hammerstone? Is that what's being talked about? Yeah, it's like what yeah, needs to be to match the matchup? Um,
0: thing that they kind of build into. So maybe that's, you
2: know, there's some build. There's something that's, you know, in that. And then Fatou ends up coming to WWE. I mean, it's
3: it, it's
0: possible. I could see it. I know you, you blew Dan mine. He's frozen, shocked, and <laughs> petrified. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. But um, another thing that I want to kind of circle around back to that was going around in the group chat. Motherfucking Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> so uh, the thing that was brought up in the group chat and whatnot is uh, he took all this WWE branding off of his twitter account uh he's supposed to have a stream tonight on friday night but uh he canceled it because he said he got some shit going on and he's gonna I guess the stream on came Saturday. Up. so i mean people looking at it different ways i mean rampage is tonight but it is pre-recorded so i mean that that's you know that was a thing that they threw out there and then smackdown yep. is tonight so people come are on. saying that he may show up on la smackdown
2: la smackdown smackdown as uh mcafee calls it
3: yes wouldn't uh, that wouldn't that be some shit if he showed up on smackdown tonight and then showed up on dynamite on fucking wednesday because he's not signed yeah. so what if he just Gronk goes over there and he's like no, yeah sorry, guys. he's like yeah i'm gonna come up tonight and i'll come i'll appear tonight and then i'll sign afterwards and he just doesn't sign anything and shows up fucking on another show on wednesday
0: yeah, it'd be like, um, what, Rick Rude or whatever? Fucking Rick Rude. Ruger. Nah, that'll Rick never Rude, happen again, bro.
3: That'll never happen again. That shit was on the same night,
0: bro. The no,
3: same yeah, night. I don't think so. That shit will never <laughs> happen
0: again. That was, some cra- that was Tommaso crazy. Tommaso Ciampa did that. Wait, who, who, who He uh, oh. He was on Impact and, I think, NXT at the same damn time. Who was who it? Night. Oh, shit. Who was that, b wrong. Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. Oh, man. He was I'm on I'm Impact at and uh, yeah. NXT at the same on the same damn night, but I think you know because that's when Impact. I think they still do that. I'm not sure they was recording like thirty fucking shows a, a month. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, so the thing with Adam Cole is like, and again, I know you're not the biggest Adam Cole. You're not the biggest Adam Cole fan, but that dude, I, I've I've not seen him have a bad match in quite some time, and no. I like I think I think it's like. You know, the thing with WWE supposedly is that they like these big, huge guys with big muscles and all that shit. I think there's room for everything in wrestling. You can have, you know, smaller dudes go out there and have tremendous matches. Sometimes I think there should be, like, a weight class, a better weight class than what they have. Because, like, heavyweight is, like, yeah, everybody's a fucking heavyweight in, like, WWE. (laughs) Like, there's no, like, there's no, like, like, you know, Ricochet just fought fucking... Bobby ashley on last week on raw like <laughs> yeah. or was it him? no it was carrying cross he just wrestled carrying cross so it's like there's a big size difference there yeah. but you know the thing with adam cole is like uh, and i'm not a shill for like aew you know we you know we love you know the show is called wrestling is trash but we all we love professional wrestling we love it from every yeah. corner of the globe and i just want to see good shows i want to see people on good shows doing entertaining shit. so if he decides to stay on smackdown because they told him hey listen we're going to put you with shinsuke tonight and you guys are going to have a you know like a six-month program and then from there we're going to move you here if they gave him like a plan that he's happy with cool that's that's great let's let's do that
0: but yeah they just paid him it's just not yeah i
3: mean if they give him like the fucking bag like the ultimate bag that you just can't like a number that you look at it and you're like, fuck, you know what? I don't care if they put me in a clown outfit. I'm taking this fucking contract because that's a lot of money. If it's something like that, then I can't blame the guy because I'm not in his pockets either. But I, if I was him, you I, like, wouldn't you just want to go somewhere where you have like control of your character? You know, you know what you're going to be doing. You know, you're not going to be running around for the 24 seven title in six months. Like, Yes. I just well, would think that you know what I mean. Like I would think he'd want to go somewhere with more control. Like
2: like I think I think you're definitely right. There's no, there's like two reasons I think that he could stay in WWE though. Like you know two potential things, um, or you know that's kind of just like the plan as it was because of course he was supposed to be contracted through SummerSlam, and they were kind of testing out. You know they're having their crowds for the first time, and they were kind of building to SummerSlam. So I could see you know, A, uh, or number one, it's more money. You know. It'd be more money if they used to be on SmackDown. I saw some sort of figure where he was going to earn maybe four or five times what he did, um, let's say on uh, on NXT. SmackDown's the hot product right now, you know. That's the billion-dollar show, um, the A show, you know, with all these different superstars and whatnot. And so they could have said, "Hey, you know, we're going to get you on SmackDown." But then the second reason is they probably want that Bay Bay pop, you know, and they wanted to wait for the crowd, you know, to to be involved. So maybe WWE creatively was like, "Okay, we're going to start working Adam Cole," and kind of like you said. You know, maybe it's um, Nakamura or a Six Man or, you know, something like that, and that crowd to pop, you know, and sort of that's the post-SummerSlam build. Like, oh, man, now there's this too, you know, particularly when I'm sure WWE had wind or at least idea of what was going to happen with Punk and maybe even Bryan. And so they wanted to maybe kind of compete with that with someone they already had. So maybe this is in the tank, you know. As a WWE fan, I hope it is, but certainly to your point, um, I could understand wanting to be in a place where you
0: have more creative control. Yeah, and then uh, you know, here we are—that uh, that grandeur projecting again. <laughs> what I would like to see, or what I would do if it was me—you know—they have all these ties with all these other companies or whatever. And if you know, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> his I, names, and if um. And then you threw me off, and then I got a text from my wife. Uh, <laughs> it, it was like, you know, if you could uh, work out some kind of agreement, you know, the perfect contract, the perfect payout for whatever, or whatever, you know, he got all these ties with ROH, and ROH needs that exposure. I would go back to ROH and just work like either a tournament or a program with one specific person, then right. I would go on about my business. And then. I would go, just, just for the fuck of it. Impact, just same similar situation, you know. Work a special um, pay per view match, just one match, then go on about my business. Then, um, cause I feel like if he went straight into AEW, he'll run into that whole thing that we were talking about earlier. I mean, they got so much shit going on. I mean, they do have four shows to spread them across, but you, you, you be doing a disservice if you put Adam Cole on a dark or a dark elevation. And then mm-hmm. Rampage is not not enough time for his personality. And then you're gonna have to move and shuffle shit around for dynamite and everything, and that can alienate the shit that you already got in place. And you know, so I don't think the timing is for him right now to just pop up in AEW. But then again, yeah. I don't run the company. I, this is grandeur projecting, remember? And <laughs> yeah. the G1 is coming up, and that could benefit a lot of motherfuckers. It's over two months worth of matches fucking we got Murphy a buddy banana boat whatever his name is (laughs) G1 we can put a Chris Bay in the G1 proper not this American G1 bullshit (laughs) Um, we got Gresham that desperately needs to be in a goddamn G1 Uh, I mean we got so much shit that we can do around AEW I mean they got some ties to it as well but it's just like everybody don't need to go to AEW right now. Because damn, what's going to yeah. happen to people that's in AEW proper? <laughs> like, I agree. I think, I, there's a couple points there. There's a couple
3: points there. Like, you say that there's there's too much going on, on AEW, but look at the show they just had. Like, their last show that they just had was kind of like, that shit was real flat. At least for me. They didn't need to have QT Marshall on there. They didn't need to have the fucking Hollywood Blondes on there. They didn't need that. That that Matt Hardy match, and that, that match was way too long. Like that match have been not as long as it was. They have, they got room to play with. But again, Adam Cole really doesn't need to be on AEW. I would love for Adam Cole to go back to ROH. That would be the shit. I feel like ROH is being like neglected out of all these companies. And ROH, now that they got fans back, they need those people. They need those like people to pop the crowd and get people talking about that shit again. I
0: am surprised that for how he loves I'm surprised for how much he said he loves wrestling and how AEW-bound Brian Danielson is supposed to be. I'm surprised he didn't stop by ROH. Or I mean, who's who say he's not? But yeah, that would have been. Yeah. A, that's just me though. Is it's almost like a giving back thing for the place where I got started. It's almost some somewhat of a loyalty thing. Well, being when a we tournament. Cold, I say with Cole, can ROH afford him now? Because his
1: price done went up over
0: years yeah and that's what i'm saying the perfect contract money right. deal or whatever and whatnot because like i said he doesn't need to be there to you know be on all the shows he can just be there specifically for a tournament or one particular special event pay-per-view match you know right but say promo package play promo package play promo package i show up do the thing and leave <laughs> but forbidden door hmm
1: the forbidden door situation, he can sign with AEW, and then potentially they yeah. can do a whole mass take quote unquote takeover of mm-hmm. roh with him punk. takeover and, and if oh, Brian you know uh Danielson comes through, you know what I'm saying? But if he goes to AEW, which I it it really it don't matter to me no more, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. if, if he were to go to AEW It would just be like another one of those here's a big fuck you, Vince McMahon. And Mm -hmm. watch this because we're going to show you how to utilize this man properly. And I it's I only say it like that because that's kind of the approach that's being done as we first started to see with Miro. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Miro, you know, the whole you know
0: that was hilarious
1: friend thing, you know what I'm saying? Like that, it it ran its course quick. But now that man is getting used properly. Yeah. We expect CM Punk to finally get used properly because he refound his love for professional wrestling within this company. Danielson, it could possibly be the same thing if he comes through, which is all expected. So I mean, let's see what Cole, and then with the reports of the 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 you know, um, Wyndham Rotunda, aka Bray Wyatt, supposedly going there too. Mm-hmm. This could once again. I really don't think
3: but,
0: he should.
1: But that I, I no. I, I only like it because of the Dark Order situation. Plus, the. Creative, and I don't like that shit either. But it's the it's the it's the creative <laughs> factor that it just seems like it just seems it just seems like that they listen, they listen more than it's well, not my I mean, way and we're not doing it or it's either my way or the highway.
0: Well, I tell you, I'll saying. tell you what, though. I'll tell you what, though. For everyone that they've brought in so far, everybody that they have currently, the current landscape of AEW, uh, with all the pieces they have in play, I am not upset with what they are doing right now. I mean, they could change a couple things, but so far, when they've brought somebody in, like a Malachi Black or anything like that, they've done okay. And I have, I'm not I that have thr- I'm really not thrilled
3: with Andrade, to be honest with you. Yeah, that, no. that
0: one, yeah.
3: I'm not impressed, bro. All this shit with him... Not being able to talk, he can talk perfectly fine, bro. They need to let him sit there and speak for himself. He doesn't need a mouthpiece. Well, he number gets, one. He gets hung Number up. two, his his ass needs to wrestle. He needs to go out and wrestle people. Like what? this whole shit where he's walking around and fucking amandrade. They fuck out of here.
1: Like <laughs> get in there and start wrestling, bro. It goes. It goes back to what I mentioned before you came on, though. They build stories pretty well so far. Yeah,
0: they're sprinkling it.
1: Yeah, allow them, allow them to just build the, the story with Andrade. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the wrestling world isn't familiar with everything you just said. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know, we know, we know, but let's let them have fun with it. And they, you know, they brought the nostalgia back with Chavo being the like, that was dope. That was dope bringing back, you know, a piece of nostalgia with what's with Chavo.
0: Yeah, but it's just like, um, when. Because it goes back to what we were saying, wrestling tropes and what we've seen before kind of coming back to light. What we were saying earlier. When we saw Andrade pop up with the Lucha brothers and Pac. All right, Lucha Brothers turning on Pac. That's the first thing that came to my goddamn mind when I seen yeah. all people on the screen at the same time. And that's the subsequent story that they're telling right now. Cause every time they come up, it's like, hey, why you fucking with this guy? Come on over, Latino. Hey, you know. But it's it's almost—it's
3: almost like they completely forgot about that story. They ain't even doing anything with that now. It's like they just like stopped. So weird.
0: Yeah, and then um. To me, that story
1: wasn't working though. I I I just didn't feel it. I didn't. I because like B Rob said, I thought that they was gonna try to make that change too. But Mm -hmm. the Death Triangle to me is too tight. Leave that alone. Yeah, but
0: I mean, yeah, they don't need to fuck with that. Yeah, it just depends because. The the telltale situation is when it's gonna come down to Pac and Andrade at all out, I believe, right? So, what will be the Lucha Bros involvement? Because from what I understand, I don't, I could be completely wrong. Correct me. They never touched Andrade. They never put hands to him or whatever. None of them did. The Lucha Bros, I mean. So, I mean, yeah. usually if they were they if they're not gonna join allegiances and whatnot, they won't touch. You you know, they, they would have whipped his ass by now, but they haven't touched him. So it's going to come down. They're going to have the match. Dude going to be doing the black arrow. He jump up on the apron, push him off, do some other shenanigans. They align with Andrade. They become this faction. They run roughshod over the thing. Eyeball on Kenny. Get his triple-A mega luchasaurus, uh, Azteca gold belt back. Boom. <laughs> In America. <laughs> Yo,
1: can, so, can we shout um, out, can we the out, young out books- HPC Two Sweets, uh, Typo game is on fucking fire right now.
0: <laughs> I know what you're saying. He you got, you got an accent, too.
2: <laughs> Shout out to you. Just brother. let it play out, man. You guys just got to let, let, let it play out.
0: You know, Like I'm saying, you're not going to have Andrade on Elevation or Dark and whatnot. Nah. You know what I mean, Rampage Chill. is only an hour unless it's going to be something special marquee type shit and whatnot. So, I mean, you just get them where you can get them. Throw a promo package in here, you know, let them talk shit to somebody, and then he gone by the business.
2: Okay, but is Rampage going to become two hours long? Like, is that sort of the plan? Did you guys see like if they're moving to TBS and it's gonna be two hours? Because I think it needs to be two hours at least at some point. So that um,
0: we've only seen what two, three rampages or whatever, and, and from, it flies from, by.
2: From, it flies from, by. Yeah, how they handled oh it,
0: I believe, has been pretty good. I mean, it could benefit from another hour, but I mean. It remains to be seen.
3: If they, but if they do that, they got to change the time slots because I'm not fixing yeah. to sit here till midnight watching motherfucking wrestling. And, bro, and that's to the appeal of the thing too,
0: because you get two hours of SmackDown, then you can roll right into a little quick hour of a Rampage. And yeah. fucking,
1: yeah, there's no need, to, no need to try to compete with the WWE again. Like you already won your battle. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Let it be. But I, I like the one hour thing because it's it literally feels get in, get out, and yep. they've been it's it's been. Great match, you know, great match, quick squash to get some people on TV. Good match to decent match to great match. And yeah. I, I like that format because that's given people just a you know quick settle some feuds. I mean to kick it off with a championship match, though it was for another promotion. Great way to start the thing. And then you come another week later to set it off with I mean, the biggest bomb of all with punk, like. They're doing the right thing with it so far. Just, just yeah. leave it with an hour.
0: Just and then, you know, if you want your feel of AEW, just watch fucking Elevation or Dark. I mean, they like two That's hours of a pop, yeah. hour 90 minutes. Word and of word and up. Yes. Shit.
2: Well, and, and they have like six-hour live events, I understand, because it's like they do like, let's say, Dynamite, and I think like an hour or two before that, they do Dark, yeah. and I think they do Elevation after. So, I mean, if you want your SummerSlam, WrestleMania, having to use a mobile charger kind of experience, B-Rob, you know, like we did in New Orleans, then you know know, that's it I have
0: Apple devices and I have a a chargeable Apple case that does my double charging and recharging and everything so I don't have to worry about that those uh accessories and everything like that I got one device one thing you know whatever because you know we fancy over
2: here. (laughs) because you will need that at WrestleMania in Dallas I'm telling you if you go to these five
0: six hour shows you
2: y'all will need stuff like that oh yeah you know keep it going
1: quick quick side because we were talking about phenomenal matches the one of the matches that i wanted to say that b-rob you shared a piece of i couldn't remember the names of but lou lou you mentioned on the mayor's office the roh match that is a must see that i seen about yeah eight ten minute highlight video of it and i was like i need this shit in full i need it in full please can you please mention that
3: uh, so that, that was on uh, ROA nineteenth nineteenth anniversary and it was bandito versus uh Roosh. Horace.
0: Oh Horace no, no. it
3: was Bandito Ray Horace and why can't I remember his fucking name now? Flamita uh,
0: it's a three yeah. it's,
3: a three-way, it's a three way it's a three it's a three way yeah, d-
0: demonic Flamita.
3: Oh. oh my god, that fucking match that that was I mean Bandito I love Ring of Honor. I'm not. The, I'm not the most knowledgeable person of with Ring of Honor. Like I don't know everybody and everything and every
0: I like the commentator Rick
3: body <laughs> but yeah. But I like that shit enough to sign up for Honor Club because it, it's just sometimes some of the matches. Like I don't understand like this Beer City Bruiser shit. Like I don't understand why that guy's on TV and shit Man. like that. That I don't. That no. I don't get. But dude, they have some matches on their show that are just anything with the revolving around Grisham and the peer championship is fire. Anything yes. revolving around los, La Facción gobernables is fire. Anything revolving around Bandito is fire. Is that, that shit is worth the price of the ticket for me. So, um, if someone asks me about a match that they should watch to kind of get them into the show, I try to point them to that one, because, man, what a fucking match.
0: And then even that, um, I watched a little bit last night, and y'all seen some of the clips that I put in the um, chat or whatever. Um, it was a uh, Roosh and Dragon Lee versus um Horace and Bandito. And that match was freaking insane. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, uh, we got to uh, bring it up in the I don't know if you're saying it was hot, but we got Fuego del Sol. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And, you know, he has, he's going to have a match here. And hopefully, since I'm back on days, I'll be able to see it. He's going to have a match against a Mysterious Q down here in Houston. And I'm, I want to see that shit. <laughs> Man, B Rob, tell me, tell me if I'm wrong on this. Cause I don't know if you
2: guys have really seen Mysterious Q much. He's more of a, you know, local guy, uh, mm-hmm. reality of wrestling, that kind of thing is 't mysterious Q ready for a major promotion whether it's aew yeah. whether it's something like that mysterious Q needs to be in a major promotion in the next like year if not before
0: him him, him and Brian Keith Brian yeah. oh yeah oh Brian yeah Keith is truly the underground King
2: <laughs> and, I, and I'll tell you another one y'all I know she's she's like young and you might have seen her in the Roxy? Honor tournament it Roxy yes yes she needs to she needs to go up too
0: mm-hmm. yeah Roxy is a uh...
2: Pretty amazing, tremendous
0: talent as well. And she only what 19, 20 years old. I think I think she's nineteen. Yeah, but yeah, she's nineteen years old. Yeah, been wrestling since she was sixteen.
2: Yeah, she she's really good. She's really good. You know, and really smooth. You know, in her in her motions and her moves and everything. I mean, she doesn't miss a beat. You know. Yeah. Um. Uh, she she might be better than Diana. Okay. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I know. I yeah. know a lot of people love Deanna. and, and I, I love I'm, Deanna, I'm, but my goodness. And I'm speaking from no, bias, and I just me. want to
0: say somebody is better than Deanna anyway, so fuck her. <laughs> wait, wait, wait who, who's better, He said? I was, I was like, yeah, I might be biased to Roxy, and I just want to say somebody is better than Deanna. So. <laughs> so... So,
1: while while we talking about the women, I was about to say while we on the women, but while we talking about the women, who would be your top three right now? Because I... I and I only ask that because... Earlier today, I mentioned in, in one of the groups that I was like, Thunder Rosa, to me, is top, at least top three of all women wrestlers in the U.S. right now.
0: Well, I mean, obviously... I love I, that one. Yeah, obviously, there's going to be some bias or whatever, but I'll tell you the top three that I've been enjoying the most currently. And that is Thunder Rosa, uh, Statlander, and... um. Well, I don't know what's the third one that I could Snack throw out Lander, there? Snacklander,
1: you all forgot.
0: Yeah, Snacklander, Snacklander. <laughs> um and you know, it's it's a toss up between uh Red Velvet and um you know, it's it's a three-way tie. Red Velvet, Cargill, and um you know, Kiara Hogan just for the looky lose. You know, that's just yeah. people I've been enjoying seeing. Or whatever. I mean, debatable if they're the best that's going on right now, but that's the three, four, five, six, seven that I named that oh, I enjoy. Of Ki- because of right Kiera.
2: Now. That's, that's why you play that music, B Rob. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I got I to gotta tell you, you know, it's the same thing. I would say uh, Thunder Rosa is definitely in the top three. I mean, she just has so much talent. She just has like the stage presence. And again, this is one that I saw, you know, kind of in more of the local, sort of like regional shows. And you know she's just turned it up to another level, you know being in a you know major promotion. I'm I'm so glad that it's not just NWA that she's you know with AEW. I was like, why don't they just sign her? And you know there's all kinds of logistics to it, but I'm glad she got in. Me, y'all, I'm always for Sasha Banks. I know some people don't like her, but I I love Sasha Banks. I always have. I thought she was going to be a big deal when she was in NXT. You know, I'm not like one of those guys but like, you know, I watched her in Boston since I was 12 or since she was 12 or whatever. No, <laughs> I have no idea. But I will tell you that in NXT, she seemed the bigger star to me than Charlotte and Becky and Bayley. And I understand Charlotte's had huge renown and everything else, but I've never really been that big of a fan. I've never really been that big of a fan of, of uh, Charlotte. And, um, you know, I'm trying to think. Let's say a third one. I got to tell you, I'm, I actually have really enjoyed Bianca Belair. Um you know and so i feel like she's probably like the third because you know she has brought it like even rolling loud i thought that crowd just you know we we talked about this some on the chat but rolling loud i feel like the crowd i don't know if it wasn't ready i don't know if it wanted to turn up for something else or whatever the case may be but i feel like it was like her moment and it was like her stage and she just has such a presence and i'm glad you know i I think b-rob actually talked about this before back in like nxt takeover pay-per-views and stuff that, you know, Bianca at some point is going to use that hair as a weapon. It has got to be used as a weapon. And we were like, yes, it has to be. And there you go. There's been so much story around it. Now all you got to do is cut the hair off, like you said, B-Rob, the hair yeah. versus hair match or whatever. Ugh. That's going to print money.
1: Yeah. Full bias. I know you got full bias about our girl.
0: hmm Oh, yeah.
3: But, uh... Um, it's hard for me to pick like the the best women wrestlers like it's hard and it's and it's awesome because there's so many like obviously thunder rosa is you know i'm looking at her right now she's sitting there smiling at me and shit um (laughs) i really like serena deeb a lot yeah i think she's fucking awesome i think that that and i was gonna mention this then on our the last show we did that's my number five match Serena D versus Riho at the full gear pay per view on the pre show. That was a tremendous match. Um, Serena D, man, Thunder Rosa. I love Big Swole. Like, Big Swole for me is, I know she's got like health problems, so she can't wrestle a lot. But when you watch Big Swole in the ring, like everything, she doesn't botch. Like, I haven't seen her botch. And everything that she's got a great crisp punch. Like she throws a great punch and like for the most part, everything I see her do looks good. Like she's she's ready for main show. Like I don't know why she's not on more, but that's just probably, a problem. I don't know.
1: It's probably her health. But my thing with Swole is when watching her move, it looks like sometimes it takes too long for her to get into the next thing or the next thing. Like when watching her early, it looked like she was almost second working herself out there. But all respect yeah. due to her health health conditions and all that stuff. But she's she's getting there. I like her. But my three, only reason why I didn't put Mercedes in there, a.k.a. Sasha. Yeah, I call her by a real name because I love her. She's dope. I didn't put her <laughs> in because we really haven't seen her that much in recent times. But Charlotte, to me, though, y'all, most people don't like her, is number one. I To me, she's like the just for in ring work ability, I know character wise bland, boring. But in ring work, to me, she's like the standard bearer uh, uh, of women's wrestling. And then, what did I say? Number two, number two would be Bianca right now for setting history, plus the work she's done post that. Leaving out the squash, and then three Thunder Rosa. Obvious reasons we all mentioned. Phenomenal, outstanding. If I had to give him more, it was Britt Baker and I like I like Hakar Shida, but I haven't seen her in a while on TV. I really like Hikaru Shida I like a Hogan match, man. That was that was a good one. Yeah, I'll, was I'll pretty just say
2: good. that. Yeah, okay.
1: But beat Rob, thanks.
0: Yeah.
1: But uh, you know,
0: it was just a little quick hop on or whatever. Uh unfortunately, I have some things I need to go take care of. So we're gonna put a pin in it right here. We playing more wrestling this trash to go around. Uh mike where can they find you on uh, social media um
2: i'm at twitter um at main event swerve and i'm mic'd up 360 on instagram you know i like putting up the wrestling photos and the live event photos all that kind of stuff there
1: dan what you got the star five podcast.com the star five the starting five underscore podcast on instagram stop bragging about the ps5s i still can't get my hands on them Please come join. If you're on Facebook, please come join the Starting 5 Podcast Facebook group. Just type in the Starting 5 Podcast. Three questions to answer. If you say you're not going to support the show, you're not going to get in the group. That's it. Yep. You know, I'm not going to say F the other thing anymore. F you too, Lou, with the PS5 control. I'm, <laughs> I'm hating.
3: I'm hating.
0: Lou from the BX. Where can they find your social media? Lou from the
3: BX, man. Uh, the easiest way to get in touch with all my shit is to go to the Show.com. From there, you can find my podcast, my social media, my whatever. Everything is there. Everythingpodcastshow.com.
0: Word. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at 3 Show. Uh, go to randomrob.com to find all my other social media presence and these episodes of Wrestling This Trash is available on the various social media platforms, everywhere that you listen to podcasts and uh, YouTube, all those places. Just search for Wrestling This Trash or 3R Free Max, Free Max.
1: Free my nigga
0: Max. Free Max, Max. <laughs> free Max B, Wavy B, all that stuff. But uh, on behalf of myself and all the homies here, uh, that's it and we'll see you next time.